Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John. There's Brady. Brett. Big Dick Toledo, and I am not going to say another word all morning. Thank you, folks. Have a great day. <laughs> we'll right. see you tomorrow right here on 98 KUPD. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, there's the, there we are. All right, Larry, see you guys. Larry, Larry. <laughs> not saying a word. Uh, I saw what happened to Alex Jones, and if you get caught lying, uh, now the precedent has been set. Now, he knew he was lying. I don't know if you guys saw that Alex Jones now has $965 million to pay out. The, saw that, yeah. the $49 million they got him initially with, pretty big. Yeah, that's what, in Texas? Or no, that's in... Uh, Connecticut, yeah, that, I think, isn't it? Well, there's two different states yeah. that took him to... Well, either way, $965 million, nearly a billion dollars in punitive damages caused uh, you know, from his, his lies. And uh, now, you know... Uh, we're all liars. Everybody's lied about something in their lives. And it's, God, you do it long enough, you start believing it. And uh, if you get ratings from it, for crying out loud, it's fantastic. Trust me, it's great. But, uh, yeah, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm not going to. That's, that's, a, that's a hefty price tag for a guy who was essentially just being a complete and utter idiot. Now, I talked to a friend of mine, a comedian friend of mine yesterday. We had the discussion yesterday. I mean, yes, he, he needs to be punished. There's no question. You know, uh, what he did, if you look into the depths of Alex Jones' constant uh, conspiracies, uh, and that's the other thing. I like conspiracies. And if conspiracies are then considered lies by someone else's standard, uh, that's trouble. Because I think some conspiracy, like my conspiracy that we didn't go to the moon every time we said we went to the moon, I stand by that. I don't think that's true. I think sunblock is a conspiracy. 
I think sunblock is a, but that's mine. I'm keeping that personal. You do whatever you want, but I think sunblock is a is a business. There's absolutely zero uh, correlation to the invention of sunblock, and the and in fact, skin cancer's gone up. I think there's a protective measure with that. So I've had these these theories in my head too. Are they true? I don't know. They're just my thoughts. But do I present them as fact? Probably to some people I would. Uh, but Alex Jones did his thing and went on and on and on and then started to realize that it was making people crazy and started to cause death threats for the families and everything. So there's probably should have been a punishment. But a billion dollars? So my friend said, what about Dr. Fauci? How many times Biden, Trump, Fauci were wrong and covered what they were saying with more wrong so they didn't get caught the first time. They got caught lying a lot. a lot. Joe Biden campaigned on the idea that if you get the vaccine, you can't catch COVID. It, you and can't get over. it anymore. And, uh, it, well, beyond that, I mean, he basically, the government can say it's over and they can back it up. But he actually said in a campaign speech, if you get the vaccine, you cannot get COVID anymore. Yeah. And that wasn't true. So where do these lies and truths become you know, to certain like court cases who's being held responsible, right? Who's who's the ultimate uh, judge and jury on that outside of a judge and jury? Nine hundred and sixty-five billion dollars for being a the world's biggest asshole is is basically what just happened. And I'm in that category. I, I'm scared of that. I've been pointed at before and told that I'm an a hole, and now juries have a precedent to set the Alex Jones case. And he was on the radio while they read the verdict. He had a, they have a clip of him going, "This must be what it's like to be in hell." They just keep reading the charges like you have the money, and I don't have that kind of money. I don't know what they're doing. I told you the government was trying to make me gay, Brady. I told you that. Oh, wait a minute. So you're telling me the gay frogs rant is Gay is frogs rant is, is, well, no, their government's trying to make everybody gay. No one's oh, going okay. after that. By oh, the way, okay, I, think Brett, I think Brett might be a bot. <laughs> a bot sent by the government to, to question me. I didn't like that question at all. But uh, now, uh, in, in an effort to prove the government's trying to make us all gay, guess what I have to do? To pay back that money. I got to blow every guy I see for a few bucks to try to get a billion dollars. Man, they made me gay. It's just not fair. Not fair. And the bot over here staring at me. I'm, I'm not liking that. He's going to give me 20 bucks and I'll, I'll make you happy, bot. I got to blow Brady. I got to blow Rich. I'm going to try to make 30 bucks out of this room. Why don't you jump on the Bigfoot bandwagon? Start going off on I got to blow Bigfoot. If I did that on tape, I bet you I could make a billion. Put an OnlyFans page out. <laughs> Alex Jones blows Bigfoot. <laughs> Talk about your relationship with him the whole time. My love affair with Bigfoot. How he gave me anal fissures. Ooh. Bigfoot, yeah, well, he's dirty. He's oh, dirty. Man. He ripped it up. That'd be a couple million dollars. I could be like a bad Barbie. Cash me outside, girl. She made a million dollars in a day. If I blew Bigfoot, I could probably get 400 million. Think of what you'd have to do. And the families, I don't know. The end goal of this is not to get his money. It's to destroy him. He's not going to – he didn't have a billion dollars. I mean, he made a lot of money on his thing, but he didn't have a billion dollars. And I can understand uh, some of the ra- rage by some of the family members that happened sure. there. You'd want to destroy this guy. Yeah. But, I mean, that's a, that is a hefty fee for a guy who essentially fooled dumb people. That's really what it was. And the, and the guess, I mean, Facebook out and out said, yeah, we buried some stories uh, in order to protect our truth. Uh, the Hunter Biden thing, they just flat lied and lied and lied about yep. that. And I mean, when does this when does this billion dollar settlement hit other things? 
not a Republican. Look, I'm I'm not an Alex Jones guy. I think it's I think he's absurdly funny. It's entertainment I, to I, me. Yeah, I think it's National Enquirer yeah. crap. And National Enquirer used to get away with that stuff, saying we're tabloid. You can't prove us wrong. They would say crazy things like you know Carol Burnett had sex with an alien, and she's you know part this that, and they're like you can't prove it wrong. We're, we're saying something so absurd it can't be proven wrong. I mean, Sandy Hook stuff that uh, Alex Jones was going on about could be proven wrong. And I thought it's just so weird though sometimes because you know the only time I've, I've had very little contact with Alex Jones as far as listening. Sure. And I listened to that one podcast of uh, Joe Rogan where Rogan was fact checking fact checking him and he's like, "You know, you're crazy, but some of the stuff you say is He's right until he was wrong. Yeah, and, and so why the, would you Cuz he's PT ruin your whole thing. Cuz you're right until you're wrong is entertainment. Yeah. Uh, exaggerating truth is entertainment. That's the whole point of entertainment. You take a truth and you throw it a massive curveball. He did it further than anybody possibly could imagine. Sure did. So I always question the people who listen to Alex Jones who bought into it. Like it seems so far-fetched. That just means we have to be careful with how stupid the general public is. That an Alex Jones type can actually get headway. Like he can... He can make people believe this stuff just because he's got this uh, position on the radio. And again, I've told you guys this a million times. There's really no gatekeeper to this anymore at all. You're yeah, a C student. Everybody's a C student. Carrie Lake is going to be governor probably of the state, and her qualifications are that she did a good job of delivering news. That's essentially what we know her for. I don't know if she can run a household, let alone a state, but she seems to be confident and good on TV. That's really all it takes. From... You know, a lot of the politicians I've seen throughout growing up, yeah, it just doesn't seem like there's oh, much there's qualifications. Not, not a whole lot of extraordinary there. popularity yeah. contest. Yeah. Well, but that's my point. Like radio yeah. people get, we get too much. Uh, I don't know. You get too much credibility just because you have the microphone. When you brought, when you're screaming loudly from a, a bullhorn, and there's a crowd beneath you, you know, you can you. The mob mentality. You believe too. it. You start to think, yeah, they're listening to me. I must make sense. I've got some sort of a cachet. I've got power. Power. I wonder out of all his listeners how many people actually took him seriously compared to people that were listening for entertainment like us. You know, could we just laugh at him. I, I think it was. Only took a small amount. Yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Oh, Maybe I get, you know, yeah, yeah, I get that. But I mean. But then, then that's Twitter. Yep. And so where, where does this line go to where Twitter is like a thing where somebody, you know, that's the dangerous thing of. The fire in a crowded theater versus just saying something stupid. That's the freedom of speech. And people will say, well, there's consequences for your speech. Sure, but, I mean, everybody then, not just when we pick and choose those consequences. That doesn't make sense to me because the, the point that, uh, that my, my buddy made was the, the Fauci thing. And, and he was wrong a lot. Was it detrimental? I don't know. It shut down a lot of businesses. It shut down a lot. There was a lot of money lost. Because of the way that this whole thing was handled. And I'm not saying it was uh, Biden. It was Trump, too. They all closed the world. That's a ton of cash out the door. And if they hadn't printed it up and given it back to people, there'd be a lawsuit on that. It's all lies or assumptions and conspiracies. And who knows now? Because I'm not talking. I'm not talking conspiracies anymore. I don't think my uh, moon conspiracy can hurt anybody. But I think we went to the moon maybe two or three times. Maybe. And then just started to fake it so we could break Russia. It makes sense to me. 
Russia was on the brink of financial disaster. They were spending all of their money to keep up with us in the space race. We hit the moon first. Uh, they, and then nobody, nobody since 1974 or whatever has even tried. Well, re- the recent news, you think about what we're buying into. This is fantastic. We threw the NASA dart up there, and yeah. guess what? They just found out it did alter the it course. It moved of it. it. It moved the thing. Well, no, they can, they've monitored that. Sure, but you're just accepting that like, uh, sure. based upon. That's not as conspiratorial to me because it doesn't really affect anyone. Like no, this, but there's know. where the conspiracies come from. We're like, why were they throwing that out there? Well, yeah, well the conspiracy to me is that the, we're prepping for something what that they know is know. coming. Yeah. yeah, what don't we know? That there's something that is coming towards us. And, you know, they got to try to figure out how to move these things because we're, we're on a collision course. But that was the same thing with uh, Fauci and the whole, you know, well, they've got things that prove that. and Right, but then, then they were wrong. And they continued to shut things down, and people lost businesses, and oh, you know yeah. there were suicides and all sorts of stuff from this. The vaccine battle, guys lost jobs. Uh, I mean, you go no further than the NBA when people just disagreed with Can't it. Come they, into the building. You're not allowed to be at work anymore. You're going to lose your job if you don't comply. We had a thing here that if you weren't vaccinated, you you had to go through this, you know, almost a, a scarlet letter type shaming of. If you want to be, um, you know, against the, the, and I was all for it. I, look, my deal with the vaccine was you get it, and make it. I, I didn't care that much. As much poison as I pour in my body on a regular basis, I couldn't be self righteous about the medical end of it. I didn't want to get a vaccine. I didn't want to do any of it, but it made life easier for everybody, mainly me. So I did it. I complied because it made it easy. Yeah, is that a great stance to take? No, but I didn't care that much. So I'm not going to dive into this thing like the other people. Are like you're just a sheep. I'm like maybe you're right. I'm a sheep who likes to get through a day without a hassle, so I didn't like the mask. I didn't, and that was the biggest thing is that they told you you didn't have to wear the mask anymore if you got the vaccine. That was better. That was worth it right there. Totally. And once you're at your table. Yeah. You could have fired some of that gay frog venom in me, and I would have happily had done that to get those masks off. But, yeah, it's a, a billion-dollar settlement. How's about that? Crazy. So uh, be careful who you're uh, telling stories to today. My friend Chris last night at the uh, with a band, Sodomizing Linda, was together last night rehearsing for the Night of the Singing Dead. And Chris told the story that he was shot once. We, uh, it's a, our friend got shot in a hunting accident in the arm under his uh, tricep and shoulder area. And uh, he's telling the story. And in the middle of the story, you know, you got to add color to your story to make people interested. So he's like, yeah, we're hunting and all this. And I guy wheels around, shoots me in the arm. And he goes, and uh, there I am, you know, at the hospital. It hit the uh, some sort of uh, bloodletting vein. I don't know what it was. It's something just pouring out, and they tourniquet and all this stuff. And he said, uh, and he goes, I was, uh, I was on the verge of playing college basketball. I'm like, no, 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 stop right there. Whoa, chief. First off, if you're going to tell this story, you were about to get drafted into the NBA. At least boost this thing up a little bit. You were a, you were a prospect. Uh, in the late 80s, early 90s for NBA teams, they were going to jump college. You know, if you're going to add in the, the story about, yeah, I was going to play at UNM. I don't know where he was going to go, some dumb okay, m- who's m- my head. Yeah, New Mexico, A&M. Like, yeah, all right, that's enough. You were going to go to Duke. At least get a good college out of it. And we all started laughing. I'm like, you're going to tell a story. Embellish the hell out of it. I was on the phone with Bobby Knight at the time. Look, if getting shot doesn't rope in the listeners... 
Add in that you were going to Duke and Mike Krzyzewski wanted a PC. That's better. But. Unbelievable. That, that's, that's like somebody saying they were just about to get signed and Nirvana ruined their career. Exactly. Some musician. You know. <laughs> we know that guy. His name's Paul. He works over at KSLX and he always talks about like his band was signed. It's a good story. It's a great it's, story. It sounds yeah. sad, but it's a good story. I appreciate the lie that he was about, that his band was about to break. One week later, Nirvana hits. And the the record company basically says your your music is old and done and we're not going to do it anymore. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, great story. It's a great thing to tell yourself of why you didn't make it. Nirvana's to blame. Grunge music. It's a great story. And he's told me that story 41 times. I, I don't know that he has another story. <laughs> but if you've got a life story like that, you've been telling it. It's great. Now, I've told this story. I can tell you that the embellished part of this story is that uh, I make up the number of how many cuts I made when I tried out for the Cubs. I did try out for the Cubs during the strike season. There was 8 million people there. So I considered every time they didn't tell me to go home, surviving a cut. Oh yeah. yeah. (laughs) When they told me, all right, you and you, go over there, I just survived a cut. That's one. And I I went through what I considered 8 different cuts. (laughs) Not really. But I've told that story, and it's fantastic. Now, my friend, who was a catcher, actually got to play. I was a pitcher, and it was just like 7,000 of us. And all I did was just want to show up and see if I could wear the uniform. They see gave the you shirts. process, shirt. too. Yeah, we all got uh, T-shirts uh, after the fact. Or not all of us, but a lot of us. I think you had to pay for that shirt, too, if I remember right. You had to kick in on the way out. But, uh, you know, you went in in your gear. You want one that says, I, t- I tried out? I threw heat. I gassed it. I stood next to a dude that I couldn't believe what I was seeing in person, uh, a double-A guy who was uh, in his late 20s that hadn't made it yet, and the stuff I was watching him do and the things I was doing were drastically different. I could throw real hard like four or five times in a row. The velocity started to really kind of shake down a little bit after that fourth throw because I was humping it. This dude's throwing equally as hard. The ball's moving a foot and a half, and he's putting no effort in. And I'm like, well, this is my last finger quotes cut i'm going home soon and the one coach told me he said your mechanics are horrible well you can throw really hard like yeah so you get with a coach and work on that you got to you know you could you could possibly do something i'm like really and then he just walked away (laughs) so i think he was just being nice i don't even know if he was a coach to be honest that was fun though was it fitch park it was at hohokam massive amounts of strike guy tryouts i've told that story a hundred times. Every time I say, hey, I made it through eight different cuts. Eh, I didn't make it through eight cuts. I made it through eight times of being told, do something else. Go stand go over there. Go to the next station. Go stand over there. Yeah. That was, a, that was a survival of a cut. You, go stand over there. and uh, Just lean on that wall. All right. I guess I'm... They There's want, a cut. They want me here. <laughs> Some of the guys weren't getting that. Some of the guys weren't being told to go stand over by the bathroom. You and Ricky Strump, you go, uh, go clean up that garbage can. Okay. I think I just got a job here with the Cubs. I was there for about two hours. That's it. That's it. That's Some not of those stories are cuts. funny when you hear the uh, athletic oh, you know, yeah. skills oh. and stuff. Like uh, we worked for a guy that said he gave a golden sombrero to. Yeah. Clancy Woods is yeah. his name. You, you don't like to say names. Clancy Woods is his name. He was a <laughs> uh, uh, somewhat of a shyster general manager we worked for. And he, uh, his brother was Gary Woods, an actual professional baseball player. And Clancy used Clancy to play for the Cubs. Triple, yeah, yep. I Clancy, Clancy used to play some balls. Played some. He was good. Yeah, he played some uh, semi-pro ball there and some AAA ball. And he used to tell everybody the story. He's like Brady's friend Bob Brenly, announcer for the Diamond. Yeah, 
gave that guy a hot foot uh, in the locker room one time. I lit a shoe on fire. He didn't know it. It's a pretty great story there. I was, I was, I was a cut up on the old team. And uh, Brady went to talk to Bob Brindley about that. And he's like, never heard of him. Don't know who that is. Never played with him. Never heard of him. <laughs> what about a hot foot? Yeah, hot foot. Never, never. No. And I think Brindley actually said no one ever gave me a hot foot. Because he was a catcher. They're usually the biggest dude in the thing. And he was the, the Jake Taylor. He was going to kick your ass if you started lighting his feet on fire. So Brindley was like, nope, never heard of him. Never played a, a game of baseball with that guy. And then Clancy moved on. And said, I was a pitcher also. I, uh, I gave him a golden sombrero, four strikeouts. One day. I got your boy Brindley. Friendly, did you ever get struck? I never had a golden sombrero, even in the minors. Ah! <laughs> but you got to give it to him. weekend with Deion Sanders. It's the Uncle Rico. Got a talk show for him. <laughs> right. That, that guy. Yeah, he's the one who, he, he was a constant, though. That guy, if anybody's got Alex Jones money uh, problems, it should be him. Every time I've run into him, he's like, I've been thinking about you. No, you haven't. I have. I'm putting together this show. You, Troy Aikman, God. <laughs> The Dalai Lama. <laughs> what? We're going to do a sports show. Everyone's in but you. What do you think? What do you think? I'm like, yeah, and I think you'd be great to like host the round table. But again, it was Troy Aikman, the ghost of Ronald Reagan, <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres, Ethel Merman. Like, what are you? He just names off every celebrity that pops in his mind. And then he's, and then I'm going to host it. He's like, I've been thinking about you for this. I've been thinking about you for this. No hinging on you. Then I talked to my, my buddy Chuck Powell. I'm like, yeah, I ran into Clancy Woods. Remember Clancy? Oh, yeah, I ran into him too. He's got some idea. He wants me to host a show with the Dalai Lama. And I'm like, oh, Christ, he told all of us the same thing. And it never came to fruition. But, yeah, that guy was a well, – we all know somebody who's a complete and utter fabricator as opposed to just an exaggerator, which I think all of us kind of boost a story a little bit here and there to make the story better. Over time, a story gets boring to even the storyteller. So you throw in a little color. It was a tough decision, um, you know, having the opportunity here at KUPD. Yeah. You extended, and and Clancy, in the last minute, had a great idea of uh, me being the station mascot yeah. for all the stations. Yeah. It addressed now, you, you hear about that money you're talking about the, that yeah. they're making. Man. Yeah, with Rocky up in Denver making six twenty five a year, being a mascot. I don't think you have the physical uh, abilities that Rocky has. And being multiple stations. Yeah, you, imagine, you know. You would have been uh, cool and the zone. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked out, and you wouldn't have uh, you would have hated your life. Oh God! That guy had that guy was a we've all run into, but again, it's just mainly he's just a an insanely good BS artist. He's a and grifter. Pull some of it off. So when you grift now, because to me it was the most egregious grifting ever what Alex Jones did. But when you grift someone, when you scam them. Like I don't feel sorry. I stop. I stop feeling sorry for the victim when it's so stupid that you fell for it. You know, uh, the families in Sandy Hook. That's different. But and if and it affects a third party, that's it. But like the the flag lady down for the Diamondbacks that yeah. sent ten thousand dollars in books to some guy she'd never met, and then she's like, and then a hundred grand was gone, and she's like, I've been helping him out, and I don't know that he's real. She gets catfished and goes on the news and says, can't believe this happened. I I, I lose. Sympathy for you when I hear you say you cut out each individual page of a big book, money size, to stack the money in the book so no one would look at it because that's how you were told to send it to him rather than just a cashier's check or, you know, Western Union or whatever it was. She sent it in books multiple times. I, I need money to get off the like space that. station. <laughs> right. All space. That- 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah. 30K. <laughs> that lady yesterday is talking to that Russian cosmonaut <laughs> and sent him $30,000 so we could, you know, I don't know, go to the shop on the space station. I don't know what he's doing up there. I have to go to space station, store in a month of ruble. You help out a little bit with American cash. You know, very tough back in Russia with war on Ukraine. Uh, you fire over, let's say, 30000 Okay. Okay, good. That's good. I mean, that's a billion-dollar crime. You got pe- But people are dumb. And I think the audience of Alex Jones, if anybody took it seriously, it's kind of on them. And those are the people that should pay. If anybody was harassing the Sandy Hook families, is Alex Jones responsible for that? Or is it the person who actually does it? Yeah, was he telling them directly? I mean, even if he's telling them directly. Did he cause that? Yes. Should he pay for that? Yes, but a billion dollars. That's ridiculous. I'm not standing up for Alex Jones. I'm standing up for me. What if I say something that turns out later wasn't a fact? What if that sunscreen thing gets proven wrong? It's like, oh, John got 400,000 people to stop using sunscreen. You don't. I still use sunscreen, but I use it differently than everybody else. I don't slather it all over my body to start the day. If I'm going to be in the sun all day, I'll do it a couple hours later. Mostly I cover up. That's why I wear long sleeves when I ride my bike. Yeah. I wear a hat. I, the Middle East doesn't have the skin cancer problem America has, and they don't use sunscreen because they dress up like beekeepers. Yep. They cover themselves. We're too vain. We want tank tops and shorts. And we want to be uh, you know, people from New Hampshire that move to Phoenix and stand out here in this summer sun and act like it's okay because we're covered up with sunscreen. Well, once you start using sunscreen, your body stops doing the natural thing it's supposed to, which is protect you from the sun. Anyone from the UK that comes over here. Oh, my God. They, they never see the sun. They should, and those people immediately. If you land here today from London and you go out in the sun, you should be covered in sunscreen and a T-shirt, a long-sleeve T-shirt and everything else. You should be coated in it. But, you know, the study on sunscreen is the more you use it, the less your body naturally fights it. So the day you don't, you're more susceptible to a terrible burn or some sort of damage. Moderation is always the key. The sun is good for you. It keeps us alive. I have to imagine that the sun is better for you than a chemical made by some company that's charging you 20 bucks that has zero medical proof that it's done anything to protect you from cancer, which is their promise. And now you're seeing um, definitely in the last 10 years more shirts that have the uh right sunscreen in them yeah see that's the scam to me is a shirt automatically protects you from the sun what are you wearing like fishnets that make it so you have <laughs> what kind of shirt are you wearing yeah because that I, the sun's I just blazing I you through it's cotton in the You're, middle east pretty much well i don't know what they wear but they cover up and that's all you got to do is put a layer of something over yourself if you're going to be in the sun you look at mexican uh, landscapers those dudes aren't wandering around in t-shirts and shorts long sleeves Jeans, big hats, those big awesome hats. I got guys in my backyard right now doing a bunch of work. Man, do they have some stuff on, and they look comfortable. They're fine, but they still tan through that stuff. It's amazing. It's natural, Brady. They oh. they showed up that way. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I have that. And I mean, again, am I wrong? I'm I open to debate on the sunscreen issue. I know people who have uh, – Megan has had skin cancer issues and things like that and has to be careful in the sun. I totally understand her putting that on. I know it makes sense. Her body doesn't have a natural defense to the sun. She's very fair-skinned. So her body doesn't adapt well to the sun. So she should protect. But if you're, if you're in moderate and you're a normal you know, pigment, the sun is great for you. What did they tell you with COVID, too? You know what? Get out and get in the sun. Vitamin D is really good for you. You should get some natural sunlight. And not block it all the time. But that's my theory. If it's proven wrong, do I owe like a billion dollars if it turns out? Yes. Like, you think? Now you do. What if there's like 20 people out there who, who did it and then it, they all got cancer and they go to the class and then I'm sitting at home eating, you know, uh, these delicious rice cakes Brady found from Quaker Oats that we can't get enough of. And, uh, you know, the doorbell rings and there's some guy standing there with a, a billion dollar lawsuit because he's like, you, get, you killed a bunch of people with your stupid sunscreen theory. Huh? What about religion? How many lies have they told? Where's their? I don't think the Catholic Church has thrown a billion dollars out to their victims. Um, it's close over time, but think of it: there's thousands and thousands of yeah. people. It would uh, add up to a billion. You'd be like, it's a billion dollars they paid out. They should have done it multiple times. A billion dollar payouts. Alex Jones is a is a bad person, but uh, that's a hell of that a, that's a hefty fee, man. Gay frogs. Not like he invented Oxycontin and uh, you know other <laughs> right. stuff and got that out there writing right. checks like crazy. That's a good one. The Oxycontin, that's a good uh, documentary series or uh, whatever that thing is that they got on Netflix right now about the, the medicine, the invention of Oxycontin and how they just knew the whole – cigarettes, they had to pay a bunch of money because they lied about – it doesn't make you sick. Don't worry about it. Now all they have to do is put a label on there that says, look, you know, we lied to you before. This stuff makes you – it'll kill you. But it's uh, enter at your own risk. The NFL, all that stuff. Anyway, billion dollars for one guy for lying. Soon Brett, to be mind on. your P's and Q's. I can't say anything. That's why Brett's always, you know, Brett's been smart about it the whole time. Allegedly. I don't know. <laughs> People are talking. You say things that are just so out there, like, I don't know if you he's. clear it. Is he making sense? Is it, he just doesn't really commit to one way or the other, but you kind of know what he's saying. I don't know. There's people talking. I've heard things. That's <laughs> the Italian way to be so ambiguous with your information. You're like, he may be lying. But I think he did something terrible, and I'm not going to ask him any more questions. We don't need to talk about that. That's my favorite thing anybody ever says. Do you know about that dead guy? We don't need to talk about that. You said everything you need to say right there. You know about it. You might have been I involved said nothing. in nothing. You said everything. Said nothing. That's the thing about Italians that I love. You say everything. Nobody needs to know a thing about that. Let's just <laughs> allegedly. Wow. You admitted to it, and you don't even know you did. It's phenomenal. Anyway, good luck out there, liars. And I told you that study a few years ago that on average, I think it was 17 lies per day on average per person. And the lies can be as much as like, how you doing? I'm great. Just to avoid somebody else. Do you like, my, do you like my hair? Sure. You look fantastic. And you just, you know, deep down you wouldn't tell people the truth all the time. You'd hurt did you their, lose weight? Yeah, you'd hurt their feelings constantly. Right. You know they didn't lose weight. You're, you're saying something to just pass time. Anyway, good luck. Gay frogs, contrails, all those conspiracy theories. And that, that's scary to me because with the billion-dollar price tag, it basically says we're going to quiet anybody that gets too far out there. They might stumble over something good. And I think he has. Like Joe Rogan did have Alex Jones on that time. And I think he, Joe Rogan even told him, you're on to something. But then you then go, you go crazy. Yeah. 
Like, you've got something here. This is true. Then you go nuts. And you make everybody go, well, he's, know, he's out of his mind. I think I'm going to die. Well, this is, they're after me, and I know for a fact that they're going to kill me with the gay frogs. And then they're sending in Italian bots. <laughs> Stand next to me the entire time. <laughs> Where are the men with a billion dollars that I could blow? <laughs> yeah, it isn't freedom of speech, but it's becoming perilously, uh, well, it's very close to, to bad. Uh, that it is, uh, you know, your speech can have consequences, especially with Twitter and Facebook. If you would have done um, a disclaimer before the show, so, that yeah. would have cleared a lot of stuff eventually. Views are expressed on this like show. Like the Surgeon General. Are solely mine and most of them are bullshit. <laughs> that would have, yeah. This is for entertainment purposes only. Please no wagering. Maybe. Then get into it. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. But... uh Billion dollars, a big, big paycheck. So be careful. Tell the truth today as much as you can. Somebody says, uh, these pants make me look fat. Say, no, your giant fat ass does, honey. Not the pants fault. Quit blaming the pants. It's time we all just got open about it all. Look lame, Brian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, roly-poly, enough with the questions. We both know the answer. You're just trying to make me. You're, gonna, you're, you're testing to see if I'm going to lie to you. This is what women do. They ask you questions to see if you'll lie to them. Or if you'll tell them the truth. And then they get mad when you tell them the truth, but they really want the truth. Which shoes are better? I don't know, the red ones. The red ones make my ankles look fat? <laughs> it's, not, it's not the red ones. God, it's not the red ones that they're doing <laughs> that. You know what's making your ankles look fat? Cookies and all the food you eat. You've got fat ankles. You're a jerk. You asked the question. You didn't want a real answer. Do you like my hair up like this or down? Should I cut my hair short? Now, that's one thing, guys. I don't know why we've... That's... Never cut your hair, ladies. If you've got long hair, don't cut it. If you've got short hair, you know, leave it there. If you met the guy that way, keep it that way for a good... You know, you can dress it up, but don't chop it off and go old lady hair. Or as my dad called it when his girlfriend did it, retard hair. <laughs> Not a good thing. Anyway, stop lying to each other. I'll tell you the truth all day long. Uh, we'll tell you where Brett's going a little bit. Protect yes. the real truth warriors out there. People fighting for that freedom of speech that could cost you a billion dollars. Uh, you give us a wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.